0: Welcome to Furniture Industry News for October 9th, 2023, from furniturepodcast.com, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover the upcoming CEO change at the Home Furnishings Association, the potential impact of economic challenges and student loan interest rates on consumer spending, the liquidation of Mitchell Gold plus Bob Williams. Norwegian startup Agapreen's sustainable furniture foam made from seaweed and the closure of Winchenden Furniture after 84 years. The Home Furnishings Association made an announcement recently that their chief executive officer, Mark Schumacher, has decided to step down from his role, effective May 31, 2024. Schumacher expressed his gratitude for working with HFA's board and staff since 2020. Together, They tackled the challenges brought by the COVID-19 pandemic and the subsequent disruptions faced by the association members and the home furnishings industry. Under Schumacher's leadership, HFA became a strong advocate for the economic health and social impact of the home furnishings ecosystem. Now, he believes it's time for a new leader to continue inspiring and steering the association. Board President Travis Garrish expressed his appreciation for Mark's contributions to the strength of HFA and the home furnishings industry. Despite the difficulties posed by the pandemic, Schumacher's leadership promoted HFA's growth and financial stability. The entire board thanks Mark for all he has done for the HFA and wishes him well as he begins the next chapter in his life. The HFA Board of Directors has established a committee responsible for selecting the association's next CEO. Garrish assured that the necessary processes and procedures are in place to ensure a smooth transition for the new leader. The Home Furnishings Association, founded in 1920, is the largest organization in North America dedicated to the needs and interests of home furnishings retailers. As an association with over 1,400 members representing more than 10,000 storefronts globally, HFA provides its members with valuable programs, resources, services, And a unified voice in government relations. They collaborate with home furnishings, industry suppliers, vendors, affiliates, and other organizations. As we dive into the October market, there's a lot of buzz about how the economy and government policies are impacting consumer psyche. This begs the question, will people still want to upgrade their home furnishings in the near future? It's a tough call, but I'm cautiously optimistic. There are definitely some challenges in the mix that could affect people's ability to buy home furnishings. After three years of deferred payments due to pandemic policies, outstanding student loans in the U.S. totaling around $1.75 trillion have started accruing interest again this month. That's a big hit for the 44 million Americans with student debt, especially considering the highest interest rates in 15 years. With the rising cost of food, gas, and housing, many people will have to rethink their spending habits and adjust their budgets. Consumer spending makes up about 70% of the U.S. economy, so any impact on household budgets will have a ripple effect. This means that some segments of the furniture industry may feel a pinch, as consumers opt for more value purchases and shop at discount retailers. However, it's not all gloom and doom. There are plenty of people out there who aren't worried about gas prices, food costs, or student debt. In fact, in many areas, new home construction is selling out quickly and at much higher prices than before the pandemic. These individuals, who have disposable income and a taste for luxury, may still be inclined to spend on home furnishings if the right offer comes along. So, what can we expect from the market? It's going to be a mixed bag. Promotional vendors offering affordable products are likely to gain floor placements at the expense of higher-priced items. Consumers will adjust their wants and needs to match their budgets, and retailers will adapt their offerings accordingly. Value will be the key factor. But here's the exciting part. This market could also be a great opportunity for new introductions. Many retail floors tend to showcase the same old stuff from the same vendors, which leads to a race to the bottom in terms of pricing. By freshening up their floors with value products and new looks that aren't available everywhere else, retailers can attract customers who are seeking something different. So if you have a product that excites customers and prompts them to update their home furnishings, you could do very well in this market. Mitchell Gold plus Bob Williams, the well known furniture company, is facing a significant turn of events. Their bankruptcy case has been converted from Chapter 11 reorganization to Chapter 7 liquidation under the U.S. Bankruptcy Code. This means that instead of trying to restructure and recover, the company will now have to sell off its assets and distribute any proceeds to its creditors. The decision was made by Judge Lori Selber Silverstein of the U.S. Bankruptcy Court in Delaware. In her ruling, she stated that the conversion to Chapter 7 was in the best interest of the debtors, their estates, creditors, and all other parties involved. The court documents reveal a battle between Mitchell Gold plus Bob Williams and their lead secured creditor, PNC Bank. The company's attorneys were hoping for a reorganization that would allow them to fulfill customer orders, while the bank wanted a swift sale of the assets. This news comes after the company abruptly closed its doors in August, leaving over 500 employees without jobs. Shortly after, they filed for bankruptcy protection in September. Despite a $20 million investment from the private equity group, the Stevens Group, the company was unable to overcome its financial challenges. It remains to be seen how the liquidation process will unfold and what the future holds for Mitchell Gold plus Bob Williams. Have you ever thought about how the furniture industry can become more sustainable? Well, a small startup in Norway has come up with an interesting solution, seaweed. Yes, you heard that right. Agoprene, a biotech company founded by Celine Sandberg, is working on developing a sustainable alternative to the oil-based foam commonly used in furniture. Sandberg believes that seaweed is a great candidate for this alternative because petroleum, which is currently used to make foam, is actually a product of degraded biomass. By using biomass as a replacement for petroleum, we can reduce the negative environmental impact of furniture production. Sandberg wants to provide a petrochemical-free alternative that the industry desperately needs. Initially, Agaprene set out to develop a furniture foam made of biomass without specifically considering seaweed. However, due to the pandemic cutting off access to European suppliers, Sandberg was forced to source biomass only from Norway. This led her to the idea of seaweed, since Norway has the second longest coastline in the world. Fortunately, Agapreen has received funding from various research organizations, including the Norwegian Research Council and the Bioinnovation Institute Venture Lab in Denmark. With this support, the company now has access to a larger lab and assistance in developing a business plan and expanding their team. Agapreen has already created samples of their seaweed foam and completed a four-week pilot production. Sandberg has received inquiries from furniture manufacturers, as well as a shoemaker and a soundproofing company. She hopes to bring her seaweed foam to the market by the end of 2023. It's exciting to see innovative solutions like this emerge in the furniture industry. By embracing sustainability, not only can companies reduce their environmental impact, but they can also tap into a growing market of consumers who prioritize eco-friendly choices. Winchenden Furniture, a family-owned business that has been around for 84 years is unfortunately closing its doors. It's always a little sad when we see a longstanding establishment say goodbye. Starting on October 12th, there will be a liquidation sale happening at the showroom building, which is also up for sale. Joe, Ryan, and Keith Ladeau, the second and third generation owners of Winchenden Furniture, along with Glenn Hunt, the longtime office manager, have played a crucial role in the store's success. They've provided high quality furniture and exceptional service to their community And they're grateful for the unwavering support they've received over the years. This whole journey started back in 1939 when Richard Ladeau, Joe's father, founded the company. He had a knack for furniture and built a reputation for excellent reupholstering. Eventually, the business expanded into selling top-of-the-line brand-name furniture and even included antique restoration. Stay tuned to furniture industry news from furniturepodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry and make sure to subscribe for future episodes.